Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your co-workers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply the pep rally. The pep rally. Now, we're all familiar with the high school tradition of the pep rally. This is when the band gets together along with the cheerleaders and the drill team and many of the people from the student body along with the players, and they have a great celebration the day before or even the day of the big game. Now, the celebration comes before the game because it's a way to outline and be thankful for a victory that is yet to take place on the field. Yes, my friends and neighbors, the pep rally is an awesome experience because it gets everyone in the right frame of mind. Now, believe it or not, the pep rally also has a relevance in this Christian life because being in the right frame of mind can also allow us to achieve victories like never before. Remember the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, but thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Then we discover in 2 Corinthians 2, 14, but thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph or win in Christ. Did you know, my friends, that you were destined to win? And because you're destined to win, we ought to have daily pep rallies. When was the last time you had one? Well, my friends, let's outline in our pep acronym, the three ways that we should have a daily pep rally with God, how we implement it. That P reminds us of the importance of positivity. Yes, my friends, you know it's important to praise God and praise comes from our positive outlook. Remember the Bible tells us in Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Then we discover in Psalm 98 and 4, we are encouraged to make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth, to make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Now think about that pep rally for a minute. The band is not playing sad songs. The cheerleaders are in fact happy and smiling. Everyone in the student body is clapping and enjoying themselves. The cheerleaders are turning backflips and the drill team is dancing and the band is playing the most happy and positive songs. Why? Because they're creating an atmosphere. They're maintaining a state of perpetual positivity. Would you like to know how to accomplish that? First of all, I say put an emphasis on projections and not reflections. See, projections is thinking about all the bright days in your future and reflection is focusing on the dark dwelling days of the past. Remember Paul said it this way, I forget those things which are behind and reach out to what lies ahead that I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. Yes, my friends and neighbors, let's look ahead. When was the last time you started thinking about how wonderful your day is going to be today? How beautiful your week is going to be this week? I challenge you to press toward the mark. Yes, my friends, see projecting a bright future is more important than dwelling on a dark past. That other element of perpetual positivity is preparation. You see, positivity doesn't happen by accident. You got to plan for it and prepare for it. You see, the drill team prepares a dance it's going to do. The band prepares a song it's going to play. The cheerleaders prepare the cheers are going to chant. And we, yes, my friends and neighbors, we must also prepare our day. Start it off with prayer and start it off with praise and recognize that 
that even if things don't go exactly as we expect, there is no reason to panic. Remember, Paul did not panic in Acts 16 when he was locked in prison, and Peter did not panic when Jesus said to him, come on and walk on the water. He came. Yes, my friends and neighbors, we can execute poise. You see, in the medical profession, they have something called a placebo. It's a fake drug. And now the patient doesn't know it's fake. The patient thinks it's a wonder drug, that it can cure everything. And the placebo is designed to change one thing, mind. And when a person takes this fake drug and thinks that it's real, their whole outlook changes. I challenge you, my friends and neighbors, to change the outlook, to improve based on all the goodness of God. That E in our PEP acronym reminds us of the importance of exceptionalism. You see, my friends, even if green is not your favorite color, if it's your school color, you'll wear it. Even if a bulldog is not your favorite mascot, if it's your school mascot, you'll celebrate it. You see, exceptionalism is when we accentuate and promote all the good things about ourselves. Remember the Bible tells us in Psalms 139 and 14 that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Then we discover in Genesis 1 and 27 that God made us in his own image and in his own likeness. Don't you realize that your personality is unique, that your your skills and talents are unique, that you've got abilities that are oftentimes gone untapped, but they're special yet the same. Yes, my friends and neighbors, we should celebrate our exceptionalism. See, in sports and pep rallies, they celebrate the mascot. They sing the school song. They say the school chant. They've got a school cheer. They're exceptional and they're excited about their exceptionalism and they highlight their uniqueness. Are you highlighting your uniqueness? Did you know that you were made in the image of God? That means that you're perfect. That means that you're brilliant. That means that you're beautiful. Celebrate and accentuate those wonderful things. Last but not least, my friends, that final P reminds us of the importance of productivity. Nothing puts a pep in our step quite like getting results. Remember in James 1 and 22, we're encouraged to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And then we discover in James 1 and 25 that we should not be forgetful hearers, but if we're doers of the work, we will be blessed in everything we do. Yes, my friends, I challenge you to become more productive. Don't allow boredom to set in because see, boredom attacks when people are not productive. That's the reason why the Bible says in Proverbs 19 and 15 that slothfulness causes us to fall into a deep sleep and the idle soul shall suffer hunger. But we can think about productive things. How can we become more productive? Well, remember, these are productive actions. Learning is productive. Helping others is productive. Completing assignments is productive. Becoming more creative is productive. Improving our mind, our body, our soul, and those are all productive. Yes, my friends and neighbors, we can have a constant pep rally when we implement these three keys. That's all the time of yours I'm going to take today until we talk again on tomorrow. God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.